everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Bombarded. I am going to recap last episode real quick because, dang, what an episode it was. (laughs) Indeed. A lot of stuff happened. But we started off with, of course, Dazzle introducing the Rock Tets, and that's how we got into our song. And wasn't that wonderful and and enjoyable? (laughs) Brought a tear to every eye in the room. Yes. Also, with Randy down by the vault door, hidden as a rabbit, there was an alarm that sprung off, announcing that there was conjuration magic in the vault. At this point in the banquet hall, the royal family was ushered out of the banquet hall and taken to a safe location. While that was going on, Randy, you saw a dwarf, a blonde-haired dwarf, step out, and the two guards stepped in. After that, he had walked past you, and you were going to tail him. You weren't sure exactly who it was, but once you began to tail him, he turned around and caught you off guard, flicking a wand at you and uh, causing you to lock up. Uh. And he was able to pretty much capture you at that point, and that's when you heard the voice of Wesley. Uh. (laughs) (laughs) It was Wesley who also kind of just gave you a little bit of a backhand, realizing, like, rabbits aren't usually subterranean, so what's going on here, and then finding out that it was indeed you and being surprised and very, very much enamored by the fact that you were there. Yeah. Without your heist partner. (laughs) Only you had stuck to the plan, Randy. (sighs) Speaking of the heist partner, while the commotion was going on in the banquet hall, Razzle told Alistair that he wanted him to try to get down to the vault. Alistair seeming to not want to do that as the danger it would put him in or the potential for getting locked up or caught. As if that's not a part of his regular job. I don't know. I I listened back to that and I was like, who is this guy? Scared of getting caught? Is he not a professional thief? Like you can recognize when something's on high alert. It's like, you know, going through, uh, you know, a palace in Persona. It's like it's on high alert. So, you know, like right. maybe not a good time to go in there. Fair. But fair, you fair. were very persuasive. Yeah. You convinced him to go down there and check it out. What happened with him? We don't know yet. Because <laughs> oh, <great>. Razzle <laughs> finally made his reveal. Thrown up in the air as a panther, transformed out, came down, <laughs> swung around, oozed something, and made his presence known. Confusing everyone. <laughs> <Yeah>. Because they <laughs> just saw saw Razzle get escorted out with the rest of the royal family. That's kind of like something I want to bring up with maybe Dazzle if we talk ever is like, hey, who are these guards you're hiring that like are so like, wait, people can transform and disguise themselves as other people as if it's not like a level two spell that they should probably <laughs> be on alert about at all times. Yeah. But hey, you know, it's a living, so whatever. Yeah, exactly. So you enacted your royal and decided, nope, I am going past those doors. And the guards were kind of like, yeah, sure. Uh, (laughs) You knew exactly where you needed to go. And along the way, Randy had been handed off from Wesley to a small group of guards to be taken down to the dungeons and put in a cell. Luckily, Razzle and Yashi, you came across and saw Randy being, you know, led by these guards, and you said, hold up a moment. Mm-hmm. And at that point, you had also asked about Yolin, and Yolin stepped around the corner saying, I'm right here. Razzle took it as an opportunity, <laughs> casting hold. And for once, I can't recall if this is the first time your hold person spell has worked. <laughs> and uh, Yashi took that moment to instantly rage, recognizing, seeing through the illusion uh, and seeing Wesley for who he is, just running forward and bap, right in the kisser. You know, just <laughs> to the moon. Just really laid <laughs> those, into him. Those diamond hands that Yashi has. <laughs> to, to the moon. <laughs> hold him to the moon. Oh, man, um, how topical. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> those of you listening, you can imagine what's going on the week of this recording. Right. Uh, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> but uh, it was after getting everything situated with Wesley, you would had him under hold person. You cast Zone of Truth. You were ready to question him and figure things out. You would actually confine him using manacles, his hands behind his back, Yashi holding his hands so he couldn't snap his fingers once you dropped hold person. You had him on Zone of Truth, but then you decided these arms, they're just too dangerous, and you did what you needed to do to take care of those. Yes, uh, we did. One of them, not as methodic as the other, right. but <laughs> it took care of the problem at hand and the problem it could present. No pun intended. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Um, unfortunately, in that process, you also caused some of the reaction that Harmonium has shown in the past, causing the guards to get a little sickened and a little queasy. Mm-hmm. But you sent those guards off to let the royal family know to meet you in the hall that Ooh Something was kept in, the Artifacts Hall. 
And it was there that you realized this ooh something on the wall was a blow-for-blow recreation. Like, it was spot on. Well, Kyle, when the person who made the first one is making it again, I imagine that it's going to be pretty good. Oh, it might man. even be better. We'll uh, have to see. Version 2.0. <laughs> so we do pick up here. You stand in this hall where ooh something is displayed. Wesley has told you, yes, meet acceptance. Oh, and Redaba so says hello. Wesley's in your custody, and uh, it's probably a little awkward. You know, we're just kind of waiting on everyone to show up. It's like, so, uh, <laughs> went back in time, huh? It's pretty weird, right? <laughs> that was our fault. Yeah, it was we us. did that. He's <laughs> like, oh, yeah. oh, and just to let you know, as far as your uh, zone of truth, that's expired over the process of like mm-hmm. removing his arm and walking to the hall and everything. Right. It's only ten minutes long, so in that process, it expired. Uh, um, maybe since we got some time alone with Wesley, we play it one more time. Go for it. Uh, so I'll turn to Wesley and say, "All right, Wesley, just remember to get in the zone, zone." Truth, and I okay. say, okay. While we're just chilling, who's Delrim? You make that so, wisdom saving throw there. Uh, I do need to make Wesley. that wisdom saving throw. <laughs> and uh, since y'all are all standing next to each other, uh, Randy and Yashi, I should have done this last time. You go ahead and make oh, that wisdom saving nice. throw. Oh boy! Right. I got a sixteen. I got an eleven. Okay. Well, you got. You feel compelled to tell the truth, Oof. Randy. I believe that passes, and uh, you pass, Randy. You Thanks. can tell that Randy does not succumb to the effects of Zone of Truth, but Yashi and Wesley definitely do. All right. So Wesley, I ask again, who's that old Delarim, huh? And he kind of just looks up at you, smiles, and looks back down. Doesn't say anything. Doesn't Hang on. say anything. Uh-oh. That is a 17 for just to... I need to backhand him back. Oh, so okay. Okay. Yeah, you, you backhand him and you you get him good. You, you slap him right across the face. You can go ahead and mark... It's what, like three damage probably from you. What's your strength modifier? Plus two. And yeah, three points of damage. And I and I get up in his face and I... Did you not hear the kindly prince? This <laughs> <Right>. question. <laughs> just says, "This will be the last time you are a thorn in my side." Why don't you just want to tell us? Just tell us who Delarim is. Like maybe it's somebody who we want to help too. You don't know. Like maybe we could help you out. Like hmm. Hmm. it's funny that you mentioned that because uh, I was instructed to give you a message should I come across you again. Okay. Delarim wants to speak with you again. Okay. She says. Undisturbed ruins rest in the mists of the broken forest. Here we may find evidence of a common goal. My voice waits for you there. Oh boy. Where's that, Wesley? When he mentions the broken forest, you all know of uh, this forest on the south end of Beatsart that is actually split between the mainland and a large island. Mm. This large island is called Plectrum Island because it's kind of in the shape of a pick. Ooh. And mm, this cool. this used to be a part of the mainland. Ah. But because of logging and certain uh, uses of technology and whatnot to be able to procure the wood there, which it is like the finest wood in the land. It's what's used for a lot of the ships and mm. everything like that that's created on beats art. It's also used for many instruments as well. Mm. It's kind of like, you know, the good wood that they used for, you know, Stradivarius violins and everything. Right, yeah, yeah. But because of this, it actually caused part of the Baroque forest to fall off from the mainland and an island was developed from that, which is why it is now called the Baroque Forest. Gotcha. Uh, well, fun, fun, fun. <laughs> so, wait, are we supposed to go to the island side or the mainland side? I believe it's the island side. Okay. I mean, I don't know about you guys, but I've always wanted to go there anyway. Best wood around? I mean, how could I resist? <laughs> What? Oh, right. Carpentry and whatnot. Yes, of course. <laughs> My new thing. Oh, cool. Yeah. Um, wh- what do you have to lose by not telling us who Delarim is? I mean, I don't want to turn this banquet into a spanquit, but, you know. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> maybe. Delarim is my master. But who are they? Can I do a persuasion roll on him? Sure, it's going to be pretty difficult. I have a plus 12, so that's cool. Maybe. Go for it. Uh, oh, yeah. No freaking here. Here's the dice right here. Woo. It's do a it, twitch, twitch, twitch. It. Okay. Wow. It says, I only know her first name. Okay. Joan. We know wait, that wait, name. We, we know that name. We know that name. From the photo. Right. I've got it right, right here. Pull out the photo. She's right there. Yeah. <laughs> cool. <And he> says, <laughs> that is Delarim. 
That is my Delarim. Oh, okay. So cute. Okay, well, uh, how does Redaba fit into all this? Clearly there's a guitar here, or no, I guess not. It's an axe, but uh, yeah. What's up with that? Ooh-wee. What's up with that? <laughs> no point in me being coy about it. Redaba found us after our announcement at the Bicentennial. Okay. Redaba brought with them untold insight regarding the Akka Hammond, and of course, Delarim welcomed Ridaba into the organization. So you're working with Ridaba. Super cool. Okay. And where is Ridaba? Where is Ridaba now? I do not know where Ridaba is or if there has been any assignment uh, given to her. Okay. And I have done what Delarim asked me to do. The harmonium secured and the instrument of the future retained. And I am forfeit to your whims at this point. Do with me as you see fit. Wait, wait, wait. What do you mean the harmonium? Like, we stopped you from getting the harmonium. Or <laughs> were you sent here to get it? Or was it someone else? Maybe another nowhere man by the name of... Mm, Kite-tastic? Mr. Kite? <laughs> I don't know who you're referring to. No. Uh, I was sent once you had caused the reversal. Uh-huh. I was sent to procure the harmonium mm-hmm. along with the other one. Good luck finding them. Good finding them, another person that's here getting the harmonium? Wait, what? Oh, the harmonium's already gone. What? You don't have to worry about that. Uh, uh, who, who took the harmonium? Me. Oh, uh, where is it now? Does not respond. Well, <sighs> as long as we're asking questions, you want to reveal <laughs> anyone else you know that went back in time with us? Yeah, ooh, good question, Do you know Randy. of anyone else? There are others. We know. Yes. Redaba. <laughs> yes. So, yes. Well, yeah, we kind of knew that one already. You want to hey, give yeah, us, yeah. okay, Dalarim, good. <laughs> and a few others. Just yeah, tell us. We'll oh probably have the privilege to meet. Okay, is it meta to do another persuasion roll? I don't know. I feel like it may be. Yeah, you feel okay. like you've really kind of prodded him, and he's being very stubborn at this point. That's uh, fair. Okay. As you are really pressing him, it's this moment where the large double doors at the far end of the hall are swung open. Dazzle stepping through them like Aragorn enters the keep. That was my Ooh. entrance. Dang it. <laughs> <laughs> Turned it around on me. Behind him are Barbara, Dinkle, and Razzle. And you see the guards that you sent to bring them there. What, what about Dinkle and Dinkle? Not with him. Dazzle turns and begins to close the door before the guards have a chance to get through. And you hear him look at them and say, wait outside. Uh Uh-oh. The doors close with a heavy thud. He stands with his back to you for a moment, hands on the closed doors. He turns, clasps Barbara's hand, and begins to make his way towards you. Dinkle and Razzle following behind. He stops short of you about ten feet and looks at Razzle and then turns to look at you, Razzle. Oh, and he says, <laughs> both of you, stand over there. And he points to the steps of the altar where something would rest. Dinkle, stay by my side. Today, you learn a hardship of being a king. Oh. As for you three, looking at Randy, Yashi, and Wesley, any interference of any kind in your night will be spent in a cell. Am I understood? Yes, sir. Yes. Good. Uh, I have not moved from where I'm standing. 100% staring him down. Go sit on the step now. That is a command from your king, and I do not want to hear any word from your mouth. As far as I'm concerned, you two, neither of you are my son. You are both fakes. You have presented yourself here in a manner unbecoming of a prince of Rock Deep. You, looking at, not you, Razzle, looking at the other (laughs) Razzle, says, you showed up unannounced, appearing as if you'd been here all along. And you, now looking at you, Razzle, you would manipulate your brothers and helping you to sneak your way into a banquet, honoring yourself and have them hold their tongue for you. Cognizant of it or not, you have both manipulated my heart. Uh-oh, I feel a song coming on. <laughs> Barbara steps in and she's just saying, Oh, and enough of this. You do understand how your churlish behavior has affected this man, yes? Uh, She's looking at you two razzles. <laughs> oh, can I just like glance over at the other razzle to see what the heck and do what did we do an investigation? Like yeah, what's that's, yeah, going that's what on? I was gonna say. I'd like to as well. Yeah, yeah go but, for it. Real yeah. quick, not to interrupt this super great family reunion, <laughs> but uh, fifteen plus three. Oh man, I am on fire today. 
Yeah. 19 plus 2. All right. And I got a 12. Okay. All of you take a moment to really look at this other Razzle that is standing there, looking calm, collected, a little put together. Let's just call him Fazzle. He's fake Razzle. That'll help a little bit. (laughs) Sure, Fazzle. We'll do that for the above table uh, lack of eliminating confusion. (laughs) Yes. There's nothing to see past. As far as you're concerned, this is Razzle. This looks exactly like you. Oh, dear. I want to turn to him and, like, do the, like, Harpo marks, like, put my hand up, wash the window <laughs> with the other hand up, wash the, is he doing? Well, we As you fun? do this after Barbara says that, says, now, see, he's not even taking this seriously. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, come on, man. You wanna, I understand uh... exactly what a prince would be like, and I came back. I've found my purpose for ooh something. Okay, this is clearly not like anything I would say. You hear this, right? Dink, come on. Like, you know me. Come on now. Hey, bro, what's up? And Dazzle steps in and says, enough. Uh, This one claims to have found their purpose with ooh something. And you? What have you found in your time away? Oh, uh, well, well, first of all, uh, hi. Hello. Nice to (laughs) see you all again. Uh, Are you going to answer the question? Yep, yep, yep. So here's my question. Well, so what is this... Razzle Fazzle say he found, huh? And I nudge him a little bit like, what'd you say you found? Well, I already told Dad that uh, I'm Razzle, son of Dazzle. I'm a druid and a dwarf. In my time in nature, I have uh, learned to calm my emotions and attain an inner peace. And through that, I found that I need to travel distant lands with Ooh something and bring the bounty that it's provided the Udalali clan to our kin on foreign shores. So how'd you do that with an ax? You chopped down a lot of trees or something? You mistake the understanding and the purpose of Ooh something. He obviously does not understand what Ooh something means and what it represents. This could not be your son. Oh, really? Really? I misunderstand? No, no, I found my purpose with Ooh something. And I swing Ooh something down and I kind of motion to Randy and Yashi to get a little closer because I'm also super nervous and scared. <laughs> and I say, You want to see something? You want to see what I found with this? Please. I'll show you something. Enlighten me. And roll, 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 corn dice. <laughs> All right, cool. Sweet. Who's having fun? Oh, boy. Yeah, I'm having a great time. <laughs> I am, too. Yeah, this is this, good. This is good, yeah. Oh, man. I'm curious what this song's going to be about because y'all just... <laughs> Just going into it, so... Yeah. Uh, it goes without saying, I mean, this is going to be a magic song, right? I mean, we have to, at this point, display... Yeah, I mean, this is, like, <laughs> proving your purpose and, like, dispelling the magic, hopefully, and... Can you imagine if Razzle just shows up and just, like, has a band now? <laughs> and it's just like, that's Sweet. what I found, Dad. I'm in a band now. <laughs> yeah. Like, cool, cool. Yeah, yeah, you're going to go a long way. <laughs> cool, and you're in the dungeon now, bye. Oh, no. Let's go ahead and... And roll the key. Uh, cool. It's gonna be four. Ooh, which is E flat. We haven't done E flat yet. So nice. Wow, exciting. That's, that's wild. Okay, oh. and uh, major, minor mode. I mean, how do you want to reveal yourself oh, to your right. Faja? Yeah. Let's do some low and just make it super oh, weird. No. Just freak <laughs> them out. No, oh, no. Man. <laughs> um, man, I'm feeling kind of minor. I don't know. Just like straight ahead? Maybe I don't want to do Dorian. I mean, we just, just did, did Dorian. Dorian. Yeah, yeah, no. yeah. So Phrygian or straight ahead? Right. Locrian probably not. So let's just do straight ahead. It could. I feel hurt. like we could do some fun stuff with sevenths and maybe some extensions in there. E flat minor. Gonna have so many flats. Like when I get a plate of wings, all flats. Oh boy. <laughs> okay, so we've got wow a lot. Uh, three, four, five, and seven. So G flat major, B flat major or minor, since that's five, uh, A flat minor, and then D diminished or D flat major. E flat minor as well. Yep. So that's a lot. That's what we can tell Dazzle. This is what I found, Dad. (laughs) All these chords. chords. (laughs) I'm such a good guitar player. Uh, Anyways. (laughs) Drums. All right, Kyle. So a D7, please. Okay. That is a six. Wonderful. So it's Razzle's time to rap with the hip hop kit. <laughs> I don't know yes! about that. I don't know. Princely rap. It. Do it. <laughs> it's locked uh, in now. Uh, uh, then a D3. The mightiest. 
That's uh, a three. So even more reason to rap because that's the boom bap with <laughs> Ooh, more Reese. Boom bap. boom bap rap. Then a D8 twice. D8 twice. We got four and five. So we're keeping it real with the needle drop. Those are our two there. <laughs> and uh, a coin, please, Kyle. Oh. Tails. So sticking with the electronic kit, so I will go to Google and roll a D93. Beep, beep, boop, roll it up, beep, 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 boop, beep, boop. That's beep. a 52. Scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. That's going to be the modern CR-8000. Oh, boy. Obviously. So. Obviously, yeah. <laughs> okay. So there we are. You think Critical Role will get to that many seasons, that many campaigns? Oh, I mean, man. Probably. <laughs> with any luck. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's it, right? That's, that's it. Y'all are yeah. going to go write a song, and uh, for the people at home, I'm going to talk to you in a second. Woo! Hey everyone, it's your Dungeon Maestro Kyle here. Just want to take a quick moment and say thanks for joining us and sitting at our table. But I'm going to take another quick moment to say thanks for, you know, bearing with us on the delay of this episode. Uh, the main reason being, of course, the inclement weather that we had down here in Texas. And I've got a little more on that here in a moment. But uh, just, yeah, thanks for, you know, understanding and dealing with that with us. But what I want to get into is the organization that we have this month that uh, we're going to be donating to. And that organization is... Feed the People Dallas Mutual Aid. Now, Feed the People Dallas is a black, Latinx, female-led collective organizing mutual aid, which reaches out to local communities throughout the DFW Metroplex. So after that winter storm that we had a couple weeks back, we still have people in Texas that are trying to get back on their feet. They're still needing resources, supplies, essentials, and Feed the People Dallas is working to provide those families those resources that they need to help them, you know, get things back in order. So if you want to help them out directly head on over to feedthepeopledallas.com and check out what they're doing and uh also anything you do with bombarded you're helping us help them so again that's feedthepeopledallas.com all right and a returning sponsor we have this episode is dungeons and drembus they are out there in florida doing their thing with a bunch of voice actors trying to trying to hunt down that elusive florida man i wonder where they at on that let's check in with them and see Oh yeah, chicos, better here's what's happening this week on Dungeons and Dreamers. Hunt for the Florida Man. You know, David, there's plenty of monitors here. You, I could teach you as well if you want to learn some Minecraft. Oh, it, it would be the great pleasure of my life for such a handsome crocodile as yourself to teach this simple poor man about the video gaming and the things and the kids do. Why, thank you. I am pretty handsome. It's very underappreciated here, but thank you. Oh my, Stephen, is this your mate? I, not quite, David. Do you get nasty? Get your mind out of the gutters. That's all you think about. Well, yes, I am the nastiest crocodile. Oh, goodness, back up like three steps, please. Okay. New episodes of Dungeons and Dreamers Hunt for the Florida Man are available every Friday, wherever podcasts are found. All right. Well, you know the rest of it. Our social media is at BombardedCast. Use that hashtag BardCast whenever you're posting. And if you want more content, head on over to Patreon.com forward slash BombardedCast. And thank you to my Patreon producers, Jake Bianchi, Kelvin Horatio, Caitlin Best, and Pat Tangbizgar. You four, love you. You're wonderful. To the rest of you, I love you too. Here's a kiss. A little kiss for you. There you go. Next episode is coming out on March 23rd. That is episode 68. Get ready for this one, y'all. That is a I'm giving you a I'm giving you a hard y'all on that one just to really emphasize it. So get ready, March 23rd. As for the next song, you're gonna get that uh right now. Talk to you later. So, yeah, Razzle's got something swung down. He kind of, you know, motions over to Randy and Yashi, like, all right, let's just, you know, kind of start slow. Because I think, like, I know we talked about, like, dispelling Fazzle, Wazzle and stuff. But, you know, Razzle's had quite a day and is maybe getting a little, (laughs) you know, like, Uh possibly a little bit emotional about this sort of reception that's happening here. And, you know, Razzle emotional? Okay. What What a twist. No, no. Okay. But also, also, he sees that Dazzle is kind of getting in his emotions. And Kyle, would it be fair to say that like 
Dazzle is kind of the sort of person who is like not really ever angry, but then when they do get angry, it's like terrifying. Oh, yeah. Okay, cool. Oh, That's kind of the vibe he's given off here. So seeing that like Dazzle's all mad and also in his emotions about stuff, I think Razzle's going to veer more towards a slightly different direction, maybe not telling <laughs> uh, Randy and Yashi and also Spurrier and Allie possibly uh, <laughs> oh jeez just kidding kind of uh, and says alright just lay down something uh, chill and simple and uh, I'll take it and you guys join in okay uh, alright here we go see Okay, taking into consideration the words, uh, you're really trying to influence Dazzle specifically, but um, I think I'll give you an 80% chance of success Ooh. Sweet. So do you want the 20% of failure to be high or low? Uh, let's make it be low. Okay, before we get into the results of the song, I've got to do my new secret thing I'm doing. What? <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry about it. Okay. <laughs> All right. So you begin playing, and your magic swells from your instruments like a bubble, eventually melding together in one large bubble. It bursts, leaving an intricate pattern of dots in varying sizes on the floor in front of you. There's a surge of magical essence that appears at Dazzle's feet, and in a connect-the-dot style process begins making its <laughs> way through this display, eventually finding its way to you, Razzle. Ah, phew. Now, you see Dazzle looking down at this, just following it. Nobody else seems to notice this happening on the floor. It's just you three bards and Dazzle. Ooh. And I'm just looking at Dazzle with my big eyes like, it's me, pick me, I'm the one. <laughs> I should have done a callback to your episode one with like a big neon sign pointing to <laughs> Razzle. <laughs> but yes. Dazzle follows this until it reaches you. And with tears in his eyes, he steps forth and says, hmm, oh. which one is it now? Oh. And he turns towards you, Razzle, and says, can you teach me how? <laughs> As he steps forward to begin to give you a deep embrace. Yes. At this point, Fazzle looks and says in a very different voice, so this is the magic you were speaking of, Wesley. I see. Oh. And he casts a spell. Uh-oh. <laughs> I need everybody to give me a dexterity saving throw. Oh, no. Are Dazzle and I hugging yet? This is very important. Nope. Have we embraced? This is no! happening before you, the embrace. Kyle. 13 plus 9. 
15 plus 4. Uh, even with advantage, it's a 5 plus 5 for me. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> okay. So uh, I'm going to do this because this is an ability this person has. Oh, no. Razzle, subtract 5 from your roll, making it a 14. Uh, okay, I guess. You feel this, you feel this, uh, something, this, this cosmic energy that overcomes you as you start to try to move. Is it love? You all feel the floor <laughs> rumbling beneath you as these pillars of stone erupt beneath Randy, Yashi, Razzle, Dazzle, Dinkle, and Barbara. Ugh. Dazzle rolls out of the way, no problem. Randy, you are able to sense this tremor as well, and you roll out of the way. The rest of you are jutted upwards 30 feet under these pillars, and the pillars reach towards the roof, pinning you against this roof. Well, so what happened to Wesley? Did Wesley also get pinned? Wesley didn't get targeted by this spell. Uh, so, uh, Wesley. <laughs> you each take 10 bludgeoning damage, and as of right now, you are considered restrained, which means uh, your speed's zero. Okay. Attacks against you have advantage, and your attacks have disadvantage, and you have disadvantage on dexterity saving throws. <laughs> now, you can escape from this using a strength or dexterity check on your turn, but we're going to go ahead and roll initiative. Uh, oh, boy, it has been a minute. Yeah. But on the plus side, song worked. That's <laughs> <laughs> At it's least true. that happened. <laughs> Uh, okay, well, that's a six. Razzle's still longing for the embrace from Dazzle, so... Got a unnatural twent. 18 plus seven. All right, we are going to start off with Randy. You are standing. These pillars have jutted up from the floor, pinning some of your friends and a couple others, Barbara and Dinkle, to the ceiling. They look like they're squirming up there, getting squished a little bit. You see this Fazzle standing there having casted this spell (laughs) with a kind of malevolent look in their eye as they notice you have rolled out of the way. But you're up first. What do you do? Okay, so just to confirm before I start, I still have the Harmonium Arms, right? Uh, Yes, you do. Okay, so as my initial bonus action, I say the sweet code word, sweet shield bro. And my shield brooch <laughs> activates. So, okay. Yeah, so that's your bonus action to activate your animated shield. Yeah. Your AC goes up by two. And that lasts for 10 rounds, right, Kyle, for a full Yeah, that'll last okay. for a minute or Fantastic. until you deactivate it. And since I know Yashi is so strong and wonderful, uh, I'm going to focus on Razzle here and saving him. And I'm going to take these arms and just smash the pillar as hard as I can, given that I know they have some sort of weird effect when they are hit. And even though it's an unarmed armed attack, <laughs> uh, I would just add my strength modifier to that, right, Kyle? Yes, and they are considered an improvised weapon at this point. Okay. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> so go ahead and make an attack against uh, the pillar that's holding Razzle. Oh, yeah. Plus two. Okay. Oh, uh, yeah, I'm going to just, like, hold them both up in the air and just swing them and just smash them both into the pillar as hard as I can. Okay, yeah, you can do an offhand attack, so give me another attack real quick. Oh, to get the second. Okay. It'd be yeah. a with-hand attack. Oh. Yeah. So that one is a 14 plus two. Okay, so both of those hit. You'll do double damage with the first attack, so a total of 3d4, and your strength's a plus two, so add six. 3d4 plus six. Right. Getting all crunchy with all these numbers and attacks now. You're right. It's been a while, huh? Yeah. So that would be 13 total. Okay, so you slam both of these arms into the pillar. You see them begin to crack and start to kind of deteriorate. There's still a good amount to go. They're, you know, like five-foot-wide pillars. The arms begin to reverberate out, and it's just you see this wave kind of spread out from them. Pretty much everybody is going to need to make a constitution save at this point. (laughs) And Randy, too. Yeah. Okay, awesome. (laughs) Uh, 13 plus 6. 15. Oh, wow. And oh, yeah, again. (laughs) Good day for those. Seriously. So you three, you can feel these vibrations. Feels just like whenever a Razzle hit Wesley's arm earlier. However, you see Dazzle just kind of looks sickened for a moment. (laughs) Looks like he's like, ugh, his eyes kind of cross. He (laughs) wavers for a moment. And you see Barbara and Dinkle also kind of react the same way. Oh, great. Fazzle looks Erpy as well. <laughs> Wesley doesn't seem to be affected by it. You have movement available to you. Anything else? I'm going to go 
I guess towards the entrance of this room, because that would be away from Fazzle, Wesley, and all these pillars, right? Yes. Okay. I'm just going to go, like, basically to the doorway. Okay. You could probably get about maybe, like, halfway to the door with just normal movement of 25 feet, but you're headed in that direction. In the next round, if you continued going that way, you'd be able to make it there. Okay. At this point, after your turn ends, Wesley just kind of lies on his back and starts rolling towards the nearest wall, getting himself out of the way of combat, seemingly, slowly but surely, and just props himself up against it. And it's kind of... He's starting to laugh a little bit at the spectacle of everything <laughs> wow. that's going on here. That will be at the end of his turn. Uh, Yashi, what are you going to do? Okay. So instead of trying to get out of this thing, I'm finally going to get to use my my circlet that I have, the uh, circlet of blasting. Oh. Um, and so it does the spell Scorching Ray. Okay. where I do three rays of fire, and I can hurl them at different targets. Oh, so I'm going to do three rays of fire. One's going to go to Fazzle. One's going to go to Wesley, just for fun. And uh, <laughs> one's going <laughs> to go to the pillar that I'm stuck in, just to give it a little crack, oh, if, if possible. So okay. um, I have to do my song first, because yeah. I, I do have a song for this, uh-huh. even though I guess I don't need one, but I want but one. But you can totally so, do one. Yeah, so here's that. And no more bongos. We're going to put in a real <laughs> song this time. Yeah. <laughs> Get ready. And I said fire with a ray. Watch it hurl right into your face. It'll burn and you'll cry because you feel that scorching fire spray. Scorching ray. So roll the d20 like you're attacking and add a plus five. Okay, sweet. I would have thought ring of fire, but hey. So, how's that? <laughs> you know what? You know what? You get a circle of blasting. <laughs> You'll, yeah. Um, okay, so the first one was a 12 plus five. Okay, that will hit Fazzle. Go ahead and sweet. roll me your damage on that, which oh, should it's be. It's a 2d6. Yes. That is seven. Seven damage total? Yep. One of your blasts goes out and beams right into Fazzle, causing a little bit of flame to erupt up. Okay. All right. The second one goes to Wesley. Go ahead and give me that attack. So that is just a four plus five. That is not going to hit. You're trying to hit Wesley as he's rolling towards the wall. Winds up hitting and scorching the rug nearby. But maybe does it like scare him a little bit? Yeah. You hear him go, ooh. (laughs) Good. Good. Okay. You know what? That's fine. And the third one to my pillar. Such a hot foot spell. Which is a (laughs) natural 20 plus five. Okay, since you got a natural 20, you can roll that 2d6 twice. All right. Sweet. Okay. That's a five and a six, so 11. All right, yeah, so one blast goes out, hits Fazzle. The other one hits the floor as Wesley's rolling away. He kind of makes a panicked sound, and the third one seems to power up and charge and hit your pillar. You see it start to crumble a little bit. However, it's still holding strong. Looks like a little bit more damage needs to be applied to it. That'll be the end of your turn, unless you got something you want to do with your bonus action. Um, I'll just go ahead and rage. Okay. Yep. <laughs> Why not? Okay. Now, does the when I rage, like my all my muscles just like like balloon out? So does that? Yeah, it seems <laughs> do like, anything to the. It pillar? seems like the ballooning of your <laughs> muscles would uh, maybe make it easier to get your way out of this restrained position if you choose to do so. Oh, oh, I will. Okay, okay, <laughs> done. Okay, so next up is Fazzle, and when this scorching ray from Yashi's circlet hits him, you see this ripple effect go across his face. It's very unsettling. For a moment, you think you see Yolen's face, and then it kind of transforms back to Razzle's. I need Yashi and Razzle to give me a wisdom saving throw. Randy, you notice this, but you're far enough away to where you don't feel this effect that's coming up. Okay. Uh, 15 plus 4. And I got an 8. Okay, Razzle, you're not (laughs) affected by this, but Yashi, you see this and you become instantly terrified. You are frightened by this effect, which uh, essentially means that for the time being, you have disadvantage on ability checks and attack rolls, which you had because you're restrained, as long as the source of this fear is within line of sight. 
and you cannot move closer to oh. Fazzle. This is going to last a minute, but you can repeat the saving throw at the end of each of your turn, ending the effect on a success. It's like we're back in Deboza Hex's haunted house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Can I just like close my eyes and pretend it's not happening? Sure, okay. if you want to. But... <laughs> Gonna wind up hitting Barbara with all your spells. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you notice Dinkle and Barbara just look petrified with uh, fear as well. Dazzle also appears to have this kind of like scared look on his face, and that is not the end of Fazzle's turn. As Fazzle begins oh, to cool, cast cool, cool. a spell, <laughs> flicking their hands around, they pull out a small tincture and put a drop of water in their hand, and you see from that water it swells forth towards Randy's direction, and it emerges into this huge tidal wave that begins to crash towards you, Randy. I need you to make a dexterity saving throw. Oh, boy. And is there, like, a lot of stuff in this room? Is this, like, the artifact room that's full of dwarven things, or is it relatively empty? It's relatively empty. It's made more so to honor this, like, artifact of artifacts. I see. Okay. The one and the only. Well, I guess Uh, the two and the only. Uh, (laughs) Ooh. ooh. Uh, All right. That is an 18 plus 9. Okay. With an 18 plus 9, you're able to kind of ride the surf. However, it is is still a barrage of water. You still take damage. Uh, You wind up receiving... 12 points of bludgeoning damage from the force of it hitting you, but you're able to kind of like ride the tidal wave and you don't get knocked prone. Surf on top of your organ. (laughs) No, his shield, his shield. Oh, his shield goes under his feet. Zelda style. Yeah, the shield scoops you up and you kind of wind up surfing on it after the initial like bap of the water hitting you. Then it eventually disperses uh, and water is just kind of littered around the floor around you. I'm thinking of that scene in Mulan where like Mushu's riding the shield and like pulling up stuff like, is that you, Barbara? Is that you? Is that you? (laughs) (laughs) At this point, uh, Fazzle begins to make his way towards Dazzle. Uh oh. Next up is going to be Razzle. Yes, get away from my dad. (laughs) All right. All right. Um, I am going to transform while I'm rolling, Kyle. How would it work if I escape this and like try to fall on top of Fazzle? Like, could I aim my body to fall on him since I kind of know where he is? Or how does that? Yeah, I would say that you do not have the maneuverability squeezing out of this to kind of like launch yourself enough to be able to do that. Okay. All right. All right. Well, I'm going to go with my roll. I rolled an 89, which is a giant spider. Oh, my. Uh, so, screw okay. Look away. Uh, I will. <laughs> yeah. uh, I'm going to try. So, looking at the spider stats, it looks like they have less of a strength modifier than Razzle does. So, could I try to escape as Razzle and then transform into the spider? Since Yeah, I'll, I'll let you do that. Like, in the future, try to do things in order. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> <But> yes. <laughs> All right. That's a 14 plus three. Okay. You you got your fingers on the edge of this, and you just narrowly pull yourself out of it. As you do, it's like the more of you that gets out, the more of you transforms into a spider. <laughs> well, also, tell me what you think about this. <laughs> what do you think about this? Uh, a giant spider has an ability called Spider Climb, which mm-hmm. says the spider can climb difficult surfaces, including upside down on ceilings, without needing to make an ability check. That's true. So could I, like, pop out as a giant spider and then be on the ceiling? God, this is freaking me yes. sprayer. I get it now. <laughs> <laughs> like, so I'm on the ceiling as a giant spider, and, like, I guess my turn's over because... Well, I mean, you still have 30 feet of movement. Okay. You've technically used your action to get yourself out of this pin position, your bonus action to transform. You can move 30 feet, which the floor, Fazzle, Dazzle, are oh, all 30 please, feet below you. Please let it be Wesley. <laughs> <laughs> As just a callback to the editor cap, time to mess with him. Like, remember me? Remember me and my butt? <laughs> totally possible if you... Uh, oh, man. Now, of course, going straight down would be your movement. That would get you 30 feet, so you'd only be able to make it, like, to the ground. Okay. Could I make it now to Fazzle if I was to just drop on him as a giant spider? <laughs> if you want to, you could crawl over and try to land on him. If you fell. I'm going to do it, Kyle. I'm going to do it. I'm, I'm going <laughs> to position myself over Fazzle. And I'm going to let go from the ceiling and then, like, twist my body in midair so that I can, like, land on him as a giant spider. Okay. So you're falling 30 feet, which typically is 3d6 okay. total fall damage. So 
I'm going to roll 3d6, and I'm going to divide it between the two of you. You each suffer five points of bludgeoning damage as you land on Fazl, your body kind of <laughs> tumbling to the side of him. So now that a giant spider is on him, is he pinned? Or what, what was happening to us a second ago? No, no. It's like your body fell, and you don't have an action to where you can, like, grapple him or right. anything. So it's like you just fell on him, and he shrugs you off as you <laughs> okay. do so. But you can tell you, you still hurt him. All right. And now everybody's frightened. Yeah, I was going to say, now I've successfully freaked out probably my whole family, which... Cool. Yeah. Look at me, Dad. I found my purpose. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so at this point, uh, that would be the end of your turn. And up next are Dazzle, Dinkle, and Barbara. All of them are kind of nauseous and not feeling so well. You hear Dazzle saying, Dinkle, Dinkle, get get your mother out of here. Run. Get the guards. Help. And uh, Help. <laughs> Dazzle just seems like he's kind of backing away towards the door. Dinkle is trying to squeeze his way out of this pillar, but is unable to do so. Barbara is unable to do so as well. Both of them are still pinned to the roof. And we go back to the top with Randy. So the king is coming towards me, right? (laughs) Yeah, he's slowly making his way. It seems like he's having a hard time moving with how sickened he is by the effects of the harmonium arm slapping. My liege, I'm so sorry. Didn't mean to make you sick. Go, go, go. Um, How far is Wesley from me at this point, Kyle? I'd probably say Wesley's about 45 feet from you. Okay, fantastic. Uh, So I pull out my organ and uh, I'm going to burn my fifth level spell slot to cast Polymorph one more time. Oh boy. Okay. Randy is Randy is a dinosaur. And if you turn to page 80 of the uh, monster manual, you will find a Tyrannosaurus Rex. Awesome. <laughs> and uh, that's what Randy's going to be. <laughs> At this point, it just feels like you're trying to outdo Razzle. It's like, oh, you think you're scary? Well, check this out. <laughs> well, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> ha, ha, ha. Um, I, Kyle, I don't know if this is... Um, since Razzle was able to just fall as a spider on Fazzle, could I use my movement and basically like step on Wesley as like I'm moving? Because I can move a total of 50 feet. You can move 50 feet. It could be like a, like a glancing blow on him or something. Or, or a smush blow. Or like a smoosh blow, yeah. Yeah, mechanically, uh, you used your action to do that. Uh, does the T-Rex stat block have any kind of bonus actions? Not that I see. Yeah, I'd say you could make it over to him, but, uh, you know, stomping around, it's kind of like, it could be like maybe rolling just a little bit left and right. You're still trying to get your footing as a T-Rex, you <laughs> yeah, know? Your like coordination's not all there, so. Yeah, that's right. This is my first time. Yeah, it's difficult. He's leaning up against a wall, so like, you know, the hips on that T-Rex, they thick, so it's hard to get that foot in the place you want it to be <laughs> completely fair and i'm so used to being like you know tiny randy now i'm being a huge beast for the first time so yeah getting a little bit of vertigo like oh, uh, okay so yeah i'm going to head over towards wesley then perfect wesley is kind of <laughs> looking at you you're stomping forward the entire hall is just shaking with your footfalls and wesley's like oh dear god <laughs> and he's like trying to get up He's just having a hard time sliding his feet on the ground. It's difficult for him to maneuver properly right now. Wonderful. But he manages to stand up and starts kind of like stumbling away from you. Now, you are close enough that he's moving out of your threatened range, so you could make an attack of opportunity at this point Ooh. if you want to. And also, okay. does this work the same way as like in Jurassic Park, where if Wesley just stays very still, he can evade? I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> we won't know, because he's definitely not staying still. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right, well, I'm going to use my lovely little teeth and bite him. Oh. So, let's see here. That's a plus 10 to hit. Eat him. Yeah, right. <laughs> How does that work, Kyle? If like he eats Wesley and like transforms back to Randy, what? Uh... <laughs> we'll burn that bridge when we get to it. <laughs> <laughs> so that is a 15 plus 10. Okay, yeah, that definitely hits. Okay. Uh, roll that 4D, 12 plus 7. Uh, so that's 36 damage piercing. Oh. Uh, and then also, he's a medium or smaller creature, right? Yes, yes, he is. <laughs> so he's grappled unless he meets a DC of 17. <laughs> okay, yeah, no, he is grappled. Uh, and since he was moving, he is going to take his turn just trying to escape at this point. Ooh, ooh, yeah. He winds up kicking and he kicks out one of your teeth and you kind of like release from the pain of it. And he like falls to the ground and tumbles out of your mouth. 
and it takes some bludgeoning damage there. Mm -hmm. Do I take any damage from getting kicked in the mouth? Or? No, no, it's just a, okay. a reaction of him breaking your grip. You're going to get an expensive dental bill later for a T-Rex yeah, tooth right. implant. <laughs> That's going to be the end of Wesley's turn. He has a hard time doing anything considering his <laughs> position. Um, Yashi, you are frightened by the visage of Fazl, but you are also raged. What are you going to do? At this point, I'm going to try to get out of this column thing. Okay. Those effects kind of mitigate each other, so it's just a normal roll, just okay. straight roll. Can I, like, instead of just using a strength check, can I use, like, an ability check, like athletics, like a weightlifter kind of, like, pushing up and <laughs> using all my strength to, like, yes. wiggle into a position where I can actually, like, use my hands and feet to like Hercules. push up and down and just kind of, like, jump out of this situation? No, because it, it's literally just a raw test of strength of whether you can get yourself out of here. There's no Nothing athletic about it. I mean, that sounds athletic. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. Okay. Um, okay. Well, then I'll just try to like roll my way out and fall on down there. Okay. Okay. Um, so that's an eighteen plus five. Yeah. You squeeze yourself out of there and you begin to fall towards the ground. Uh, if you'd like to, I will let you make an acrobatics check to try to mitigate some of the fall damage. That would be great. So that is not great. That's a two plus five. Okay, so it would be eight total bludgeoning damage, but you can half that with your resistance. Sweet. It's your action to get out of there. You fell to the ground. You're on the ground. You're about 10 feet away from Fazl, but still frightened. However- can, Do I have a bonus action? You do have a bonus action, yes, if you wanted okay. to do something with So, because um, I have dash as a bonus action since I'm raging, okay. can I close my eyes and just like dash right into him? No. Or is that not- <laughs> you, are, you are frightened, so you cannot willingly move closer to him. Okay. Isn't moving downward technically close to Fazl? So like... <laughs> falling is not an... In, I mean, usually falling is not an intentional thing. <laughs> right, yeah. But, you know... Okay. Fair. I will use my dash to just run behind the pillar just to like collect myself before I take right. my next turn. Okay. <laughs> I just need to like... <laughs> okay, Yashi, you step around the corner, around this pillar, and you take a moment to steal yourself. Go ahead and uh, give me that wisdom saving throw. See if you can shake this fear. It's okay. frightening. Boy, oh boy, oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 17. Ooh. That, uh? that is one above what you need. You oh. take a moment <laughs> oh and you're standing and you, you catch your breath for a moment from just being in, in sheer fear of what you've seen. But you find your resolve, and I'm like uh, talking to myself. I'm like, okay, it's not even like a, it's a pretty big room. It's not even dark. He's not yeah. that scary. He's probably just a guy. It's fine. It's fine. And I'm yeah. I mean, come on. I'm Yashi. I'm very strong. Look at me. Look how beefy oh my. my arms are. Come on. Yeah, you find the inspiration in your guns to be able to like you know shake it. So. um That'll be the end of your turn, and uh, next is Fazzle. All right. So he looks at you, Spider-Razzle, and then <laughs> sees this T-Rex tearing through the hall and bite up Wesley, and he just says, your form is not as terrifying as that. That is a problem. And he is going to upcast Dispel Magic at a fifth level and dispel your polymorph, Randy. Oh, Ooh. No. You bite into Wesley, and he breaks out, and then you shrink back down to Randy. Oh, Curses. Oh, man, I was so rooting for you. Ugh. No. Eat that, Wesley. We can still eat him. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I'll do that later. You appear <laughs> to have a formidable foe in front of you. How you will deal with this, we will have to wait until the next episode oh, to resolve. Okay. <laughs>